KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We're live at the Texas Roadshow Car Shop in Mansfield. We are open. We are rolling 1836 Cannon Drive in Mansfield. And if you're looking for something tonight, RJ Choppy going to be on the BetQL app rolling along during the game. So if you want to hang out with him, free download. Just hop on the app. Are the Cowboys a good enough team to pull players out early in this game? Yes, they are. Okay. Like the, you're right. The answer to that question unequivocally, is yes, they are. Unequivocally, you're right. Yes. Can we also agree, though, that sometimes the Cowboys do things that go against the idea of how awesome they are? Like, I think there is little doubt that they're one of the best six teams in the NFL. Yes. Like, whenever people are like, oh, the Cowboys are frauds, they're not contenders. Yes, they are. They're one of the best six teams in the NFL per power rankings, per gambling, per record, per whatever you want to go off of. But sometimes they do things that do not accurately represent what I feel is their current status in the NFL standings. If 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 only only one team wins the Super Bowl, correct? Sure. Is that how that's, this yes. works now? They just because they, they changed it, it recently. Yeah. So every year, every other team is a fraud except for the one that wins the Super Bowl, or is it different than that? Like, can the Cowboys not win the Super Bowl and also not be fraudulent? I think. It is – they have to make the NFC Championship game or it's fraudulent because that is the – that's the post that we've all selected. I'm not going to lie. I've selected that as well. But that could, your, your opinion on that could very well change if something catastrophic happened in a playoff sure. game that was leading to I, that. I also think, like, let's say they go up and play, like, Philly in the divisional round and you lose – I'm just going to go 23-20, to 20, right? And then Philly beats – the 49 by 14 points in the conference championship game. And then Philly beats Buffalo, Kansas City, whoever your team of Cincinnati, whoever your team of choice is there by 14 to 17 points. Do you not reflect on that and be like, oh, big time pulls happening oh here at Texas Roadshow? I don't know. That was awesome. It was enough to skip around and do a high-five laugh, whatever the pull was right there. If you want to show us, we definitely want My to see it. My understanding is that he was doing the trade-up challenge, and I'm feeling like maybe he flipped that into something special uh, as well. Oh, Kevin, so. An autographed green refractor parallel of Bobby Witt Jr. You are kidding me. All right. That, that is, is awesome. an outstanding pull awesome. right there. Is I. Oh, yeah. Okay, we might have to dump part of that, Reggie, if you caught that. We might have to dump part of that. But look, when you pull a card like that, enthusiasm runs wild. Is But that's the thing, is I think you're right. It's it's how they end up going out if they don't win the Super Bowl gotcha, okay. or make it to the Super Bowl or whatever. Because on the flip side, let's say there was an upset. You go to San Francisco and you get out physical and lose by, again, I'm going to just use the sweet spot of 14 to 17 points. Then I feel like people will be like, I told you. They were frauds. They were frauds last year. They're frauds this year again. I do not believe they are frauds. That doesn't mean they'll win the Super Bowl. I don't believe they're frauds. Okay, all right. And, and that's where, like, I don't think they are either. I think they are, as you were saying, one of the top six teams yes. in the league and one of those teams that can impose their will in, in, against any opponent in the league. 
they can play Kansas City. I think they can play. Can- they can beat Kansas City. I think they can beat any team in the league. I don't think there's a team that they can't I beat. Agree. And the Cowboys. I mean, I, you can say that Jalen Hurts being on the fi- off the field is a, a factor there. He don't play defense. Gardner Minshew had a pretty good game, and yeah. they still beat the Gardner Minshew led Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Even though he, I mean, they did force him to have four uh, them to have four turnovers. Sure. So that did happen. The I think they are a good enough team to walk out on the field and say, we have done enough today, we don't need to do any more, and I know, Kevin, this might even like really throw itself in the face of this conversation, and even lose the game and walk away from it. I don't think that they want to, because, yeah. you, because, because simply, Philadelphia plays Sunday. And so like, if Philadelphia won... Uh, before the Cowboys stepped on the field, you still could do that. Right. But Philadelphia plays Sunday. They have a purpose for playing tonight. I think they're they're one of those – there might be about seven, eight teams that are capable of saying, we can do this tonight. We can walk out there. We're going to put enough on the field in the first two and a half quarters that we can pull everybody early. This, I think they can do that against this team tonight. Okay, and this is one of the times – there's not a lot of these times. This is one of the times I kind of wish I understood better how the news cycle worked on a on a market-by-market basis. Like, wouldn't you have just loved this last week – to be dropped into the Philly market to see how that ebbed and flowed, right? Because to your point, the Cowboys lose this game or they win by, I'm going to even say, three to seven points. I have a distinct feeling that tomorrow sky is falling. I told you the Cowboys were no good and everything like that. So I want to know is, was that the case in Philly? Is you had a 10-0 lead on a gift touchdown and you got outscored the rest of the way by 16 points. Jalen Hurts was out, but he doesn't play defense. You gave up 40 points after you had a 10-point lead. I want to know, like, did they analyze it from that perspective and say, this team might be in a lot of trouble, Jalen Hurts coming back or not, because that defense got absolutely shredded by the Cowboys. Is I don't know, because, like, nationally, what I heard, and that is not – always reflective. Nationally does not reflect locally yeah, as, as Absolutely. Is nationally, it was like, hey, the Cowboys won. That's cool, but Jalen Hurts didn't play. And I was like, okay. But the Eagles beat the Cowboys without Dak Prescott, and I feel like that's kind of gotten lost to very short history. And so I'm just curious if we were in those local markets, if they're like, all we've talked about all week is how much our defense sucks. Like if you're in Philly. Like that, that's what I'm curious about because my fear is if you do not like beat the breaks off of the Titans tonight from the word go. These people are going to be like, this team sucks. I do wonder, uh, Charles Gardner-Johnson was out, and what, what is it that uh, Darius Slay said on the third and 30 was, hey, you know, everybody's got to do their job. That's the safety over top. Charles sure. Dar- Gardner-Johnson's out. Does he do his job better? And sure. I'm, I'm sure if I'm a Philly – I'm sure the people in Philadelphia there you go. are probably saying, you know, we were missing this or this or whatever, and they're coming up with their reasons that everything would match up. It's later down the road that the Cowboys might even get to them, so that's no worry for the next four weeks, I guess. Yeah, but, I, but I see where you're going with that. Like they, I don't think that they're in that mindset because, Kevin, they're at the top right now. They're at the top of the food chain. They're the ones that have been running through everybody else all season. They haven't really – what was their their main hiccup? Like they're, 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 they lost a weird game to the Cowboys. They also had one other little hiccup, and other they barely than that, eked by the Colts. Like the Cowboys like, fans are sitting there going, "How did you lose to Green Bay?" 
How sure. did you lose to Jacksonville? Sure. You know, like we understand Tampa, and we understand losing to Philly early when you didn't have your quarterback. But how do you lose these other games? I don't think anybody in Philadelphia has that right now. But maybe it's a good thing that the Cowboys have that. that they're like, we still haven't done enough. We haven't accomplished enough. And the Eagles are like, nah, we're satisfied with this at the moment. What do you consider taking players out of this game early? Like, I, I get it before the game's over. Is there like a – a time frame in the middle of the third quarter you have scored your 33rd okay. point okay and you're or 35th point and you're sure. like okay now we are done and in that it is even I'm really not even defining what the other the opponent has I'm presuming it's like a 35 10 situation and you're like all right now it's time there's no way we can lose this game from here if we just continue to do what we do well. Okay, and that's what I was curious about because, you know, you've heard Dak say it. We've heard multiple players throughout this week and last week say, hey, we've got stuff that we need to fix. We've got stuff that we need to fine-tune. So that's why I was curious. If it's a 14-point game midway through the third quarter, I, I would, of course, assume. That I'm fine with like, that, too. Yeah, that they're like, we gotta keep, we got to keep going and let's let's build it up. And this is like – you know, this is a dress rehearsal for us as well to get ready for hopefully a commander's game that means something, or if not, an NFC South playoff game that means something. Because here's the deal, Kevin. If Micah Parsons has said out loud, getting touched by offensive linemen as often as I do, I, I am now, like I'm touched on every play. Sure. I need to take some of those plays away you know, before we get to the playoffs. I need to find a way for him to, to get some of that back because – Maybe I'm going on, I'm hoping that it's been, we're not rolling out all of our intensive defensive pressure anymore against some uncommon opponents and opponents that really don't matter that much. I'm hoping that that's the case. Other, if it's not, Kevin, we have problems. Jerry said that the other day. He said they, he went and looked with Will McClay. He watched film with Will McClay, and Will McClay told him, look, there are areas where technique and we can add an, a wrinkle to our defense that can help us out. Hopefully that's just the situation is the game plan has been a little vanilla the last few weeks. If not, then you've got to find other ways to make sure your bodies are fresh. And some of the rotation, now that Hankins has been out for a while, that's changed some of the way that the rotations have gone. I did like the news that came out where they seemed more confident in the status of LVE and Hankins for the playoffs, as opposed to just sometimes, look, I, I love the Cowboys. Sometimes we just say things to say them. It's like, oh, yeah, no, he'll be back for the playoffs. What is, what is that based yeah. on? Oh, yeah, no, you a doctor? Dak might only miss two or three games. Don't worry about it. Like, what, what, what is that based on? What kind of medical information two have we received three. to determine that? And so, like, I, I am confident in that. I know a lot of people are curious about the status of Tony Pollard tonight. And then somebody even said, please help me out. This is championship fantasy ramifications on the line right here. Wouldn't your, I mean, and they keep saying questionable game time decision, 50-50. Wouldn't your guess be like you don't see a lot of him if you see him? Or do you think he's just not going to play at all? All right, so if you say not play at all, he plays, but it's a scaled down version or he goes full out. He didn't practice at all this week. Yeah. So, like, that tells me that he's not playing. This is the, I mean, you saw Bobby's post yesterday. This is the best production you've gotten out of him compared to the previous two seasons. Yeah. Like the previous two seasons, Tony Pollard's numbers are beyond not only in, like, quantity, but also in efficiency. Like, it, the, the two of those go together now in that he's averaging, you know, 9.5 yards per touch in, bo in the, the rushing and, and receiving game combined. So, I would say because – he didn't play much. Or he didn't practice at all this week. 
you do have more time to rest before your last game against Washington. Maybe you give Zeke off against Washington, and then you roll into the playoffs with two fresh running backs. That's how I would approach it this week. And so I'm saying he doesn't play at all tonight. Does that change at all? Like, that makes 100% sense to me. Tony Pollard aside, I think you're probably spot on about that. Does that change if Philly were to also lose to New Orleans? Then do you have to just go and you win tonight? Then you have to just go all hands on deck. Like, it's worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, you can plan it out. You can look at, you know, week one and go, well, Dak's sent down. We're never going to be able to win again. Uh, But then what happens? Cooper Rush wins some games, and you're like, whoa, hold on. That changed everything. So, yeah, man, you can absolutely change based on the outcome that comes across the board somewhere. From the 682, hell no. Tonight we're going to pull those players. It's going to be the Cooper Rush and Noah Brown show, baby. Just both of them out there? Does that mean Cooper Rush is, like, there early, early in the game to hook Mm -hmm. up with Noah Brown? And from the 469, this this goes along with – I really want to do a segment, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, is the little parts of language that annoy you. It's almost 2023. Can we stop calling digital video film, a digital video film, and they just want to say the video? What do you want? That's not even video, right? At this point, now it's like, it's digital stream. It's my stream. I was watching the stream last night. Habits are hard to break. It was a strong stream. If you could tell me, you can convince. Stop that. Wait, you you said what? You you heard what he said. If you could tell me, you've convinced all the coaches to stop saying I looked at the film because you are a good generation. You're a good generation away from phasing (laughs) those coaches out. And so I hear. I like good generation. Yeah, you're. I hear what you're saying. I just don't think it's going to happen. And then other people are speculating. Could Tony Pollard play more sparingly, get to 1,000 yards? And I do think that's a number that matters. But under Corey's scenario, he wouldn't be ready tonight, and you would play Zeke, and then next week against the Commanders, you would rest Zeke and roll Pollard out there more in an attempt to have some time off for both of them, and then hopefully he would be able to reach his 1,000 yards. All right, Kevin, on our bingo card for tonight's game. Oh, yeah, game, we need more I currently entries. have. Here's what I have, 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com, text line. And, Kevin, you can add a couple here, too. We'll add some throughout the rest of the show. I have the triple reverse. Sure. So we'll see one of those, a bland interception. Oh, okay. A Turpin return for a touchdown. Ooh, I like that. Lamb plus 100 yards. Oh, okay. Parsons two sacks. Because, again, Kevin, it's playing out. Sure. Two sacks or zero sacks is just Did the way Did he not have goes. one in one of them? I don't but know. But I, I hear your point. Pollard plus 20-yard touchdown. Okay. I would like to add, could we add, this might need to be in, like, a less central place. Dak three-plus touchdowns. I'll and put it right there. then a defensive touchdown. Because I know you have a bland interception, but what about a defensive touchdown and potentially a special teams block? I, don't know, I know these are tougher, but if Tennessee is putting up the white flag with no logo on it, then I think perhaps you have the opportunity to get a few more things going. All right, text in 877-881-1053 or hit me up on Twitter at in the majors. And uh, I'll add those to the uh, to the bingo Ooh. card for tonight. Maher, 50-plus yard field goal. 
Somebody said 55-plus on Twitter. Do we oh, go with 55-plus or do we go with 50? You know what? We've gotten desensitized because now it feels like you kick a 51-yarder, you're like, sure. <laughs> I, th- I still think that you should be like, wow, great work. That's impressive. Yeah. And then somebody wants to add a Cooper Rush touchdown on there. Are you prepared? Because that fits what you were talking about, a potentially pulling players or either that or something disastrous has happened. And do we have room for a safety on the bingo card, or now we play in with fire. Wait. Somebody on Twitter said a record-breaking four safeties in one game. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we take that Cooper Rush touchdown and make it a little bit more uh, palatable for the board and make it a non-DAC throwing touchdown? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. hold on. All right. Reggie, are you calling for some semblance of razzle-dazzle? Look, man, Kellen Moore likes pulling out the trickeration every once in a while. Maybe he gets, you know, Cavante Turpin throwing a touchdown. Okay, you know what I would love to see? is you knock off two spots with that. You get the triple reverse done, and then Turpin right. with the touchdown pass. <laughs> and you get, you double up on Look, the man, spots right there. A triple reverse throwing touchdown attempt would would result in, like, the safety, the deep safety getting a sack because it takes that long to get this up. But isn't that the ultimate Kellen Moore fever dream. Are we opening with a flea flicker here? Is that what we're, we want to No, because I there? think people will be expecting it. That's the <laughs> issue. They, you would have scored a touchdown on that play with Jason Garrett guaranteed. There's no way in hell anybody would have ever <laughs> predicted that that is what was going to happen. Now, long to go with that, do we want to make a more basic Cowboys win? as one of these spots, or are you looking for next no, level right I, I, here? This is all like – this is very similar to Cowboys prices, okay. right? I want some crazy stuff that actually could happen. T.Y. Hilton touchdown and a Diggs interception it, are a couple more suggestions. All right. all right. We'll keep the suggestions coming, and we will figure this card out and have it finish at some point in the show as we are live from Texas Roadshow in Mansfield. Coming up next, Luca needs a recovery beer. What other things require recovery beer in your life? <laughs> Even I have a couple answers. What? Okay. 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through The Fan. We're live at the Texas Roadshow Car Shop in Mansfield. I'm and not. I know what you might be thinking. Make your way out to come see us in Mansfield at Texas Roadshow. And if you can, that would be lovely. We would love to see it. And if you can't make it today, you're working or whatever reason, fear not. Texas Roadshow, we're hoping at the beginning of next week, potentially on January 2nd, will be unveiling their brand new app so you can check out all the deals and everything that we've been talking about every time we're out here. Did you say a brand new nap? App. App. Don't take a nap. Two different words. Until you get home, it's app that we're so talking about. So I can't about. even take a nap on the ride home today. Uh, what you're unless somebody is coming to pick you up, do not do that. So Fine. obviously Tuesday night, Luca put up a historic stat line, and he said after the game, he was tired as hell and he needed a recovery beer. Yes. So you have concocted this question which i think is genius i like your question so much i've come up with two answers what do you need a recovery beer after (laughs) and the very first answer i saw was i need a recovery beer after drinking too many beers yes that is that accurate that Uh, sounds troublesome and sean sharif actually can can help you out with this one that he i've heard him also say that i you wake up the next day you realize man i didn't i didn't get any sugars taken in before I went to bed. I didn't take the right amount of Advil or whatever. And so then the next day you're waking up and you're like, oh, my gosh, a little foggy. 
Sure. So you're like, well, I might as well pour another one uh, and, and just get the day started and kind of rest in because it'll put you in that kind of ooh, state just a little bit. Uh, but that doesn't that's not good for you. I mean, it's still not good for you. But yes, yeah, sometimes after a long night of drinking, as they say, hair of the dog, Kevin, uh, you need you need to just throw that's don't the drink only dog option. Hair. Yeah. Okay. Don't do, yes. Don't drink dog hair. That's a fact. Unless that's your thing. That is a weird expression. I've never really thought about it from that perspective. Reggie said two things that I don't think anybody's ever said before. <sighs> he is a content machine. He's on machine. fire today. I think and you're wrong. I think people have said these things. Nobody's ever said that. I never heard them. From, from the eight one seven. To be fair, I also can't wait for a new nap. Is so <laughs> they are excited about the Texas Roadshow app and for themselves for a new nap. So I thought of a couple of things. Okay. All right. And, and I, I do want to say. Twitter went nuts with it afterwards. Oh, great. And there, okay. there, there are some Twitter ones. I want to see the fan text as well. Is I do not drink, but if I were, it might be in these scenarios. After mowing the lawn in the summer. Oh, yeah. Now, there are plenty That's of a like. great time for a beer. There are plenty of times that are still in the hot season for Texas, but it's that July, August that just hits different. Mm-hmm. Is I think that would be the perfect time for beer because not only are you hot, you got something accomplished. Yes. All right. But secondly, yeah, this beer after chore or after task? Absolutely. What about Good beer? Call. Does, is beer after sex a thing? I know Absolutely. the I know the Coming cigarette. Right okay, because I know I best know like the cigarette after after sex dinner and, and sex. Like, Those are the okay. two times for a cigarette. Is and this is where I'm gonna nerd out. Or sexy dinner. At oh yes. <laughs> when is the last time you had a sexy dinner, Reggie? It's been a while, unfortunately. What constitutes a sexy dinner? It could be the place. Could be the way your date's looking. Could be the. What about food. one of those blindfolded dinners? Is that sexy? I don't think – I feel like I would stab myself in the face with a fork. Or find out you're eating a hand. Oh, my gosh. Vinegar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I almost forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Luckily, I wrote it down. Yeah, you did write it down. Is the other time I feel like I would need a beer because I felt that way this year. After balancing the checkbook after Christmas. Because, look – when you put things on the credit card, it's easy to forget if they don't go directly into your checkbook. Absolutely. And then you pay what? off those bills. Oh, what yeah. What's this, 1993? Yes. Look, like many things I do in, re- in life, Reggie, from reading the actual, actual newspaper to balancing my checkbook, some things happen old-timey for me. I still like to do the crossword puzzle, too. Is <laughs> then you reflect harder on your purchases. Is oh, be- yeah. beforehand... Oh, I love this person or this person. Afterwards, you're like, did I really love them $137 worth? Like, is was that a smart purchase? Probably not. So, <laughs> yeah. I think after balancing the Christmas oh, checkbook, time for a beer. Yeah, there was one of the Santa brought present, and we looked at it afterwards and we're like, was it really? Yeah, because did it's Santa all, really have to do that? It's all great <laughs> because you love that person, you want to get them something cool or something they'll really like, or blah 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 blah. And then after the fact, you're like, I got caught up in Christmas fever. From the two five four, I want to say that the KNC masterpiece is the best show on the fan, but don't tell the other guys. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I, I will that. not. I will make sure that they don't hear that. Okay. Uh, from the, uh, I need a recovery beer after helping Santa deliver all these packages for UPS. Mm. Uh, the reco- and I can understand that. After a day of work, recovery beer, especially one of those days, recovery beer is a big deal. That is an interesting concept is Santa using the United States Post Office mm-hmm. and FedEx and UPS and Amazon as his, like, Assistance. Yeah. You know, it used to be like the elves at the mall and stuff like that. Now is it the delivery oh, service? Oh, no. Are there just a whole bunch of unemployed elves now? <laughs> I 
Look, man, the economy nah, hits people different up no, in the North Pole. I, I don't know. I don't think that they're unemployed elves. I think oh, we've retrained just, them? I think what happened is that when he started Christmas, Santa Claus, mm -hmm. sure. Um, was that like 1975? Yeah, something like no, that. No, it was way earlier. There were less people on the planet. And he didn't expect the inflation of, That's a good of point. people. That's and so he was like, hey, hold on. I'm going to see what Brown can do for me. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's true. I learned. I was watching a documentary about Brown, a former elf who then became like a businessman. I've seen this, And he yeah. worked with his dad. He's and an then author. He, yeah, he became an author. So elves can absolutely be retrained. That is the movie Elf. It's thing. not a documentary. What? Elfs with an F? <laughs> yeah. Man, have you ever seen somebody spell E-L-F-S? And you're just like, <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, I'm just. No, I have. <laughs> like, what are we doing? They tried. We, you know what? Yeah. They tried. And the, I I'm laughing them that. because the spelling of it sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> like just but like, you would get the idea. It would be up to you to decide if you want to stop down and be like, all right, look. From the uh, 972, when your boss leaves early Thursday for the weekend, it's time to buy yourself and your coworkers recovery beers for dealing with his lazy butt all week. Oh. Man. When I went to Texas A&M at the junior college, most of the classes didn't have Friday classes. And so that just got a Thursday night got absorbed into the weekend. And some of us were like, oh, man, I do still have a Friday class. And, you know, like <laughs> you would want to go out and do fun things with your friends. And also like that 8 a.m. If you're a fool like me at that one semester or whatever time your classes start would hit you. And you'd be like, oh, dear. Yeah, I have made some terrible decisions. Somebody texted in from the four, six, nine. I need a beer, a recovery beer after the Jerry Jones interview each week. Sometimes I do, too. I have had a recovery beer after a Jerry Jones interview before, especially. And this is just hypothetical. If you asked a question that you thought was targeted about this one thing mm -hmm. and then went in a completely different political sure. based question <laughs> direction that you were not prepared for and also for the 806 damn everyone that got a gift from kevin is checking if their gift's worth 137 dollars <laughs> because that was a very specific number i swear it was uh -huh. i swear i did not have one Do specific I love you present i swear i did not have a specific one. Oh, see for the 817 i saw a biography about an elf that became a dentist mm -hmm. so see you could retrain something something along those lines all right here were some uh, here were some suggestions from the twitter world uh, from adrian tarpley when i'm asked to watch for the mess. no mm -hmm. different adrian no, uh, when i'm asked to watch my nieces i need a recovery beer okay i love 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 my my two little nieces and my nephew but now both of them have or are having new children, all right? And so the two nieces are five and three, and they now have a one-year-old. And I'm like, oh, man, this is starting to feel overwhelming. Like, it was me and Jess, so you could go still man coverage, and we got it all figured out. And now there's a third one, and we're going to have to go zone defense mm -hmm. on when you take care of them. And then Hudson, oh, crap, I probably shouldn't have said his name, is my little nephew, who is also three, they are going to have another addition to the family. And I'm like, oh, man, because you feel like you learn these kids. And now there's a new element. Kevin. We have Tony Pollard news. We have Titans quarterback news. Ooh. Is Malik Willis out? Malik Willis is not going to be starting today. What? How? Josh Dobbs will be the starter, according to he her, is? her a source. According Tennessee to legend Josh Justin Dobbs. M. Uh, NFL. Uh, <laughs> he, is, uh, he works with the Draft Network. Uh, and Titans MCM. So he's uh, so yeah. So that's what he is suggesting is that a source has told him 
that Josh Dobbs will be playing tonight. Broadus has been saying that Dobbs would play next week. Is this the first start of his career? Uh, maybe. I mean, I know he's he played been for Pittsburgh in games, a little bit. So, but I'm is this the first actual actual start of his career? And they're this one, really serious about this preseason thing, huh? Man, and this is also going to derail one of my like assignments for tonight with Willis is see how you contain a like he's not a he's a different run, yeah, he's a different quarterback exactly but he was more apt to run the ball he has started zero games in his career yeah, okay his first start now kevin well, do you think you that do you think that mike vrabel went to you know mike uh malik willis and malik willis is like coach i'm so excited to start tonight and vrabel was like what you talking about willis oh yeah. i feel yeah. like that would ease the sting job, i don't but like based on the age of malik willis does he understand that reference is that like a Man, you know what? We need to do a segment someday is cultural references that go past what age you are. Because, like, I I think that's an amazing reference, Reggie. I just don't know if he would stand there and be like, what? Or, you know, not be familiar with that concept. I'm, I'm really not sure. I feel bad for him because... He needs to get more experience. I'm uh, I'm reaching out to Bobby Belt to see if he can get on mm-hmm. this a little bit because we mm-hmm. only have the one source at the moment with other people retweeting it, and it is from a source. So I want to confirm it with Bobby Belt before we go forward okay. with this for the rest of the day. But it is out there right now. Uh, that would be very interesting to see how that goes so far. Yeah, that what a what a fascinating turn of events. This is a weird weird game. The uh, all right. Kevin. Oh, hey, just. I don't know if this makes a difference. Spread's now up to 13. That does change. Up so I feel like, because I know it had gotten in the 12 and in some spots 12 and a half, but now it's bumped up to 13. So I guess that would seem to lend some credibility. You to know what? That? We are out of time for recovery beer talk, but I totally understand if you're a Raiders fan right now and you're watching the garbage fire that's happening <laughs> right now that I predicted all season, you might need to recover beer. That team beer. sucks. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here. That's my expert analysis. Right here on 105 Through the Fan, we're live from the Texas Roadshow Card Shop in Mansfield. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. How exactly did those NFL games do on Christmas Day? We'll do it next right here in the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan, live at the Texas Roadshow Car Shop in Mansfield off of Cannon Drive, 1836 Cannon Drive to be specific, if you want to come and see us. But also... That was my Cannon. I know, that was very good. You should stay with us and listen all day, whether or not you can make it out to Texas Roadshow. They also have an app coming out next week, so you can catch up with them there, as well as... We will lead into G-Bag, which will lead into the official pregame show of the Dallas Cowboys for Cowboys Titans and then kick at 715. And then guess what? There's the postgame show afterwards. So if you want to fill up like the next 12 to 14 hours of your life with Cowboys content, boom, done. Now, right now, we're going to get into some of those Cowboys content points as we go across the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. And we start with the news. If you missed it in the last segment, we'll get to your sobering Schefter's betting. Schefter's added it, too. Okay. And Pelissero. Yeah, they are all confirming that Justin M. NFL is the source. Is Josh Dobbs will start tonight for at quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. And if you're like, who the hell is that? 
that's a fair point. That's an NFL deep cut right there. Like if you didn't <laughs> if you didn't know Malik Willis, I would be like, hey, you know, he's drafted this year, some potential. You some, understand a little. There bit, was though, a time right? when people thought he would go first uh, in the NFL draft. This is one of the reasons I hate mock drafts. Is I'm pretty sure at some point I saw an ESPN mock draft that had him going second overall. And so it was probably after his pro day. He yeah, looked so good on his pro day. So now instead you're getting Josh Dobbs. You want some numbers on Josh Dobbs? Yes, and because this is y'all said this is the first start of his career. He has mm-hmm. played in six games, Kevin. Fantastic. He is ten for seventeen. <laughs> okay, this is definitely his first start. Then for I would forty-five be. yards. Oh, mm. that is zero. Not. Count them. Zero touchdowns. I don't okay. think you can count zero. Ah, interception. Okay. Uh, he's never given up a sack, though. Mm. So, there you go. Okay, but also, it's like. going to be real is, tough for tanking them. What is his, that, the his, equivalent of playing half a game? Uh, Kevin, his rating, not his QBR. Okay. His okay. career rating. Okay. 39.1. Ooh. What is the good rating? Uh, for the actual rating, I, I'm gonna need you. Like to be anything like, over 90 yeah, feels pretty like. I was good. like, I need you to at least the be in the 120s 80s. are great, and then yeah. So yeah, a good rating is like 90, and he is his is 39.1. So, I mean, he was playing for Pittsburgh, you know. Yeah, really now he's back in Tennessee. You know, he yeah. played his college ball at Tennessee, so now he's back around where he's, you know, where he played well. So maybe he's just gonna rekindle that uh that fire. Okay, well that actually, I don't want to hear that because that actually feeds into Corey's idea. What? of double-digit road favorites, right? <laughs> See, I don't know why you're laughing, because you already showed me this number. It's not good. Since 2003, Reginald, double-digit road favorites are 50 and 71 against the spread. That's 41% against the spread. Is that good? Including 0-5 oh, oh. against the spread this season. The Cowboys are a minus 12 and a half at the Titans, which means they are a double-digit favorite against the Titans tonight, and nobody has won against the spread this year. So, I mean, are you worried about the Cowboys losing? No. You just think that they're going to win by less than 12. Yes, and you know what, Reggie? You should, too, because otherwise tomorrow is going to be, I told you the Cowboys were no good. I know they won by 10. It doesn't even matter if they're up by 24 and they give up two give-me touchdowns at the end because they quit caring. People are going to be like, I told you they weren't that good, blah, 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 blah. Like, you should be worried about that. From the 903, what you should not worry about is perfect dip, Reginald. Don't tell Joey. Thanks, man. Joey's, Joey's making his way in the world. The last two days during Gridiron Gravy, we have had a dip from Joey and a biscuits from Reggie. Is oh. that weird to you? Yes. It's weird to me, man. It, yeah. But what was crazy was Joey knew exactly what to do. Joey was like, I'm not I'm not laying back and letting Reggie take this from me. I'm taking this now. And he did it. It was so awesome. Reggie was about to go, and, it, and he was like, turned, yeah. didn't pot his mic yeah. up. And he's like, nope. <laughs> he cut the power to his mic altogether. Is I know that nobody was expecting it to like be an NBA victory or anything like that, but did you see the final numbers viewership wise for NFL and NBA games on Christmas. Like do you want to take a guess at average viewership for and I'm just like compiling them all the together. The whole thing? The whole thing. It feels like no, like it feels like it should be in the like the million like should it be double digit millions? Am I going in that for range? For which sport? For all I thought you were compiling no, no, no. all I'm, of them. I'm taking all the NFL and all the as an average, oh. all the NBA as an average. Okay. Um I will say 1.2 million for NBA. 
And I will say six million average for football. I really don't know what I'm doing here, by the way. You know what? I'm going to do a fantastic job. I'm going to reframe. I'm going to forget the specific numbers and reframe it to make you look like a genius. Okay. You ready? Share. So you, so you predicted that the NFL would have five times as many viewers yes. as the NBA. Yes, that's exactly what All I right. did. All right. That is what you predicted. Final numbers. 4.3 million for the NBA. All right. 21.9 million for the NFL, and which we'll is five times. about yeah. five <laughs> times the viewership. Wait, so you said that was average? On. Yeah. Yes. Average Jeez. per game? Yes, average per game. Huh. Pack, but the I NBA mean, had five games that night. Yes, and so the breakdown day. the breakdown goes like this if you want. Four million for 76ers, Knicks, 4.3, Lakers, Mavs. Six million for Bucks Celtics, four point seven for Grizzlies Warriors, and two point five million for Suns Nuggets, and that's probably always going to be the case because for a lot of the country, like that is not a prime time game as opposed to the West Coast. And then for the NFL, about twenty six million for Packers Dolphins, twenty two point five for Broncos Rams, which that's amazing. If you want a stat that shows the power of the NFL, those teams suck, and that game was stupid. And then boxing Cardinals, seventeen point two million. So, there. so many good things in football, except for that game. God, yeah. And, and, some, and somehow, Kevin, look at this. We discussed this. Me and Reggie did yesterday. How many wins have the Ravens collected this year? They're ten. Mm-hmm. How? How did they? Do, how have they done this? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, and it's like. Because, you know, Sheer Russell power will. Yeah, <laughs> Russell Wilson's like, I wish I played better for Nathaniel Hackett. I get it. But the person you really need to wish you would have played for better for is all those TV executives who have seen their numbers go down in flames because Broncos football means poison death to offensive football this year. That's right. And so, <laughs> no. I would you let me ask you this. Here's my question. Would you rather Josh Dobbs be starting this game against the Cowboys or Russell Wilson? Oh my gosh, <laughs> Russell Wilson. A million, oh my god, a million that's percent. so sad. A million percent right now. <sighs> that is I don't know how many points Josh Dobbs can can score. Yeah. I know that Russell Wilson might be able to score twelve. And that's about like okay. I think I think the Cowboys can score more than twelve. Oh, that is a that is a sobering statistic right there. All right. Let's go from that to Monday Night Football. I've been there. Okay. Are you excited for the Monday Night Football game? Who's it's playing? It's the Bills and the Bengals. Yes, absolutely. All right. Good. Now that I know who's playing. If that wasn't your answer, we would be in trouble. Because this is just the second time since the merger in 1970 that we've had only one game between winning teams within the last two weeks of the season. That is the only game. Wow. I've, I still think there's some interesting games because Insane. of playoff things, but this is the second time since the merger there's only been one winning game. Now, luckily for the good people at Monday Night Football, it is between two really good teams, so much so that this is tied for the most wins ever in a Monday Night Football game. Do you think that teams in general like the idea of not having – very many like opponents late in the season that are good, so they can kind of 
do what what's happening right now and rest at the end of the year? Is it safe to say it depends on what you're working for, right? Because, like, if you're the Eagles, you would much rather have that because you just need a win to right. get the number one seed. If you're the Cowboys, I'm sure they want some competent opponent. Against the Eagles. Because, yeah, because. Against the, the Eagles and themselves. Exactly, because they're like, we're trying to rev up for the playoffs. But mm -hmm. just to show you how big this Monday Night Football game is going to be, 1997, is there another person out? According to Tom Pelissero and a source, Tony Pollard will be inactive tonight. Yeah. So now I get, do I need to change this? Do I need to yeah, scratch that off? I need yeah. a whole new one. I got to do a whole new thing. You don't you won't just scratch it out. You, you know do, how you know how that's I am, true. Kevin. I got to do a whole new one. And I look, you said that within the last hour as we talked about the idea that he had not practiced, and so it felt unlikely that he was going to play. So everyone who's asking, because their fantasy championship hung in the balance, do not play. Yes. This is great for me. I'm going up against somebody who has Pollard this week Man. in fantasy. Look oh, how nice. awesome for me. Look how quick Corey turns away from a legion. Yes. Oh, this is great this for is me. I, I support can, this. I can Wait. buy more cards out here at the, at the road show now. That is true. true. Here's, here's my scenario. Tony Pollard plays tonight and you lose in your fantasy football game or Tony Pollard does not play and the Cowboys win. I'll take that one. Okay. That he doesn't play. I I uh, I don't have him. Some of my opponents Or excuse has me. Him. I, he nope, don't. nope, you already said it. You already Dang put it out there. I'm an idiot. I don't take or he doesn't play and the Cowboys <laughs> lose. This is what I meant to say. I got distracted by all these uh, Somebody I had it. you again. You Kevin. have. Somebody showed off a Charles Barkley gold autograph numbered out of 10 and I got distracted. I can understand that. But yeah, it's going to be a huge game for Monday night football. The 23 wins, 12 and 3 Bills, 11 and 4 Bengals. The 23 wins is tied for the most going into a Monday night football game ever along with the 1997 game between Denver and San Francisco. So wow. that is, it's not a great slate of games this week, but the one you get on Monday Night Football is phenomenal. Absolutely it is. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, live at Texas Roadshow in Mansfield. Do you appreciate Dak a little bit more knowing where this franchise is and knowing where the Raiders franchise is? We'll do it next right here on The Fan.